0: what's up guys welcome to another episode of dakota cast my name is brian bermudez and i'm the host of the craft of the air podcast the aviation podcast that expands your knowledge in each episode join us as we explore the untold world of aviation together today guys i am joined as you can see by michael michael is michael is a remarkable remarkable individual somebody that really embodies, and I'm not just saying this because he's on the show, somebody that I really wanted on the show for a while. He is an aviation maintenance college student. He immerses himself in aviation and, and the safety. He's eager to become an engineer. But but Michael's pursuits, they go far beyond the classroom. He's also an aircraft owner, and he takes great pride in maintaining his aircraft. And beyond that, Michael's a devoted father. He's a husband. He loves his family. And I just really wanted him to be on the show. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Hey, I want to say thank you for having me. definitely appreciate that. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No, it's it's been a pleasure.
0: You know, and I I wanted to have you on the show for such a while. You know, Michael and I have, you know, we've been in the college for a little over a year now. And he's been in some of my classes. He's been one of my, my best students. And we always speak about so many things, aviation and beyond that, after class,
1: you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, always, it's always a pleasure. You know, we have some great conversations, definitely.
0: Mike, one thing I never, I never got the opportunity to ask you, but what really got you into aviation? You know, what got you to Vaughn College in
1: Queens, New York, studying A&P? You know, what got you into that? Um, you know, I first got into aviation, a friend of mine, an uh, older gentleman by the name of Jack. Uh, he actually got me into it because he he was also a pilot. He owned his own plane as well. And what he did was he used to take his family on vacations, you know, just flying mm-hmm. them to different, different places, different places in the, in the U.S., out of the U.S. And that just sparked up my interest right there and ever since that he told me how to go about getting my private pilot license and once i did once he told me how to do it i jumped at it it was like no holds bar i just had to have it and i've since 2003 i got my private pilot license and i've been i got my plane in 2004 my first okay in 2004, and I've been flying ever since that. And now I got into the A.M.P. thing and doing all the studying. I decided, you know, I wanted a jet, so I bought a jet. And you know, now I'm I'm in. I, you know, both yeah, feet, yes, <laughs> both feet are in. You know, let me let me
0: ask you about that because there was there was something there that that, that kind of struck me. He uh-huh. said his fur he brought his first plane in 2004. And so was that like your first plane was just for like leisure? Like you're just flying around, trying to build up some hours,
1: just seeing the country? No, actually the reason why I bought it was I, I own properties. I, I own a lot of uh, properties. And okay. so it kind of helped me instead of doing commercial all the time and You know, I have to go two hours early, then I gotta sit there and wait, and then I gotta wait for my baggage when I get Mm -hmm. wherever I'm going. I, you know, I decided, listen, I just want my own plane, so that way I could just fly out. And, you know, I'm I'm at my own leisure. I don't have to worry about late or anything like that. You know, it's just...
0: No TSA, there's no TSA. there's
1: nothing then, that <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, jump in and, you know, jump out.
0: That's so interesting because I've never, you know, this is totally off what I was even going to speak about, but this is a, a perspective that I've never heard anyone bring up, you know, getting that private pilot's license to, huh. to utilize it to their advantage for their bit, for business purposes.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's, no. it's a beautiful thing when, you know, you're able to get to where you're going in a timely manner and you have control of the time that you get there. Yeah. You know, and, w- you know, with properties, it's it's one of those things. Anything could go wrong or you need to get to your property. You need and it's not that you don't have to worry about booking a flight and. Right you know you got to rush for that flight as well and you know it's, it's just at this point it's just okay how is the weather is the weather good can i go <laughs> around the weather or you know that's it
0: <laughs> that's an interesting point you know a lot of people are worried about like I'm, I'm telling my girl, like you gotta get the boarding pass on the iPhone, get the Uber ready for you know the flight that's at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you got yeah. the babies crying, then you gotta worry about the flight is canceled. But Mike just drive up to the hangar, take his bag out, drive to his plane, put
1: your stuff in, you're out. That's it. That's it. You know, it, it's like okay, you talk to ATC and that's it. You just go where you gotta go and that's it.
0: Let me ask you something. What's one of the most valuable things or lessons that you've learned from being a private pilot and owning your own aircraft?
1: I'd say one of the most important thing that I've learned is uh, I've learned how to listen a lot more mm. to being a pilot. Because it's so important when you, you when you're on the radio and okay, ATC say one thing, okay, you're doing a bunch of different things and as you're doing it you still have to fly the plane while you're listening so it enhanced my listening ability uh i'm now able to listen very well (laughs) because interesting uh, it's very important to hear what's going on even though you're doing what you're doing you have to listen you you know what i mean right yeah does that also do you also see with with coming with that while you're saying
0: that i'm kind of thinking does multitasking your ability to multitask are definitely improving right because you're doing like
1: Oh, a million things at once <laughs> absolutely. right absolutely absolutely it definitely enhance it and you know and th- this is the reason why i feel like your communication skill is so great i think that you should you know go for that private pilot license and just keep stepping it up from there whether you go from commercial or whatever you do but it's, it's just a beautiful thing just to be able to get up there and just fly you know for me that's real yeah. freedom
0: Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it right there. But do you think when when I think of flying, you know, that's something that I always wanted to do myself and at the very least at the private pilot level, you know, and I think for, for what Michael had just mentioned, you know, that's freedom right there for people listening, you know, and I just think think of myself and I think, oh, I could become a private pilot pilot, but maybe there's these challenges and that challenge. For people listening, what would you tell them saying, you know, oh, it might be too difficult to get my pilot license or I, it may not be for me. What would you tell them to kind of nudge them or encourage them? Because maybe there are people out there that kind of just need that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, as it's definitely not difficult. I think that one of the most important thing is, is your networking, the people that you have in your corner, your support system. I feel that that's one of the most important things in order to get over that hump because it is pretty challenging it's pretty challenging to to get that private pilot license because you got to be dedicated and if you are dedicated if you have a good support system then it, it's it, it becomes a piece of cake hmm. okay. you know, I, I believe that having a good support system having someone or people to support you in going ahead because it is a it's a beautiful thing to be able to say okay hey i'm going for a flight
0: yeah and,
1: you know i'm taking off at seven o'clock and then you say oh you know what i i, I don't want to take off at seven anymore um i want to take off at six o'clock you know uh, you, you want you want to join me you know <laughs> it's one of those things that it, it's just a beautiful thing you talk about freedom freedom to the max you know
0: you want to, you want to have dinner in Cape Cod tonight? Like, it's like, like nothing. Yeah. Like, let yeah, just do yeah. it. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, but I, it, it's been now we know aviation aviation is costly. And one of the first things that come, comes to my mind when I think about owning an aircraft uh-huh. are the costs associated with that. And I think it's interesting where you have a unique perspective to offer people where you're a private pilot and you have experience, you're not a new pilot. Right. And now you're getting into aviation maintenance, so now you're you're learning kind of like the, the technical background of the systems. Looking at all of that, what do you think? It, has it been difficult? Do you say like like maintaining the aircraft from so far? And I know you have a newer aircraft now, so yeah. it might be a little bit more challenging
1: Yeah. So uh, that's one of the most expensive things in owning an aircraft is actually the maintenance and maintenance of the aircraft is i mean it's just ongoing i mean as you know yeah. every year you got annual you know okay this comes up okay now you got to fix it you got to worry about airworthiness. you there's so much that you got to worry about and guess what you know depending on who's your amp who's dealing with the plane or what company uh, they could take you for a ride <laughs> They could take you for a really, really long ride. So that's one of the most challenging. And you,
0: let me, let me, let me ask you something. I'm sorry, no. Let let me ask you something. Now that now now knowing that, and I don't know how how much of this you've seen ongoing for things that you've had had to have done on your aircraft, but can you kind of sift through the BS, kind of knowing the way the systems work, and kind of what should look kind of the way it should look now
1: yeah absolutely i i I, I wouldn't actually i feel like i should have done this a long time ago really yeah i really should have done this a long time ago it it's it's sort of like um how could i put it i'm trying to figure out a good analogy um good way to put it because basically what happens is it's now a eye-opener your eyes mm. open now you're able to see a lot better it's like being a pilot yeah you do understand to the point to to a point but now being an amp and really getting to understand the systems and how they really work and now i'm able to say oh so in that situation mm-hmm. that's why that happened and now i'm able to really see the whole picture versus mm-hmm maybe 75 percent of the picture now maybe to see at least 99 percent of the picture you know and it, it's just so it makes it a lot more interesting and it makes it a lot more uh fun you know it's yeah it's, it's more it, it, it's sort of like having a having a piece of cake and your taste buds are out you know you're eating the cake and you you can't really taste it but you know it's supposed to be good because yeah. it's good Now with this AMP and really studying the systems and really understanding it, it's like, oh, your taste buds is back. Oh, now you take bite in and it's like, oh man, oh, this tastes good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things, man. It's, It's a beautiful thing. That's a really good way to put it. And I know, and I know that you are passionate
0: about aviation. That kind of makes me think: do you, you know, kind of gaining this knowledge into maintenance, does it give you a a, a better appreciation of this plane that you're flying that you're like, man, this thing is incredible now that you know every system that's working around
1: you. Yeah, but you know, you know, the setback to that is like, uh, now I wanna War. take stuff apart and now really wanna <laughs> like, oh man, you know, I know if I do this, this will happen and oh, I don't really like how this feels. You know what? I need to take it apart. I need to, you know, so <laughs> that could be, uh <laughs> might be a drawback but it's a beautiful thing because i you know I enjoy taking stuff apart because you know I'm, I'm also a mechanic I work with my hands and I have a shop so I work with cars I oh, take I them apart know. all the time
0: and that's interesting you know that's um I was gonna I was gonna say something else, so I totally forgot but that's interesting and that makes me I was smiling a lot when he was telling me about that because that makes me feel good Cause I know, you know, being somebody that's passionate about aviation and hearing somebody, and I know that he's he's actually learning in these classes that he's been taking. Yeah, that's something good. You, cause cause anything that you do in aviation is gonna be good. So it's it's it makes me makes me feel good. Yeah, that's good. Um,
1: you know you know what it is. It it's just amazing that when I speak to someone who has the passion. For something that I also have the passion for, it's almost like, you know, you could be in the middle of a sentence and it's like, I, it, it I start really smiling and start laughing yeah. within because I know where it's going, and, and it makes me feel, good yeah. because I understand where it's going, and yes, you know, it, it's just that uh, it, it becomes a, a mutual, uh, a mutual love, you know. You know, you you can feel the love, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. You know, that's one thing I enjoy. And even with everyone else in, in, over there at Vaughn, it's, it's just a beautiful thing because with majority of, of these guys, I see, you know, I see the love. The guys and the fans, yeah. you know? And yeah. it's, it's a great thing when we vibe.
0: Is. I you, and Michael comes from a really good group. When back when he was a freshman, a lot a lot of people that he kind of started with, you guys are still in that same group, and they've actually excelled. They've been, you know, you you've kept some really good company along your studies. I'll yeah. say that,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, you know, when you speak about, I guess, well, I'm trying to think of things that I just wanted to ask you, and I say from so far because I know you're getting, <clears throat> excuse me, towards the end. But what do you think, out of all the classes that you've taken, <clears throat> what was the most important system that you learned, the most important information, and that you took away that you were like, wow, that was I, I, that was good information. I'll take that for life.
1: That's a good question. Um, only because, for me, for me, what what took me for a loop is, a lot of the the rules and regulation mm-hmm. it, and the reason why that in particular only is only because as a, as an automotive technician when i work on cars it's it, you know the car is able to p- get pulled over and who's there to really there's no overhead basically after i fix it i do a test drive and okay it's great now if that part that i put in should fail for any particular reason the customer called me up and i say okay bring it in and i take care of it mm-hmm. okay it's not driving okay i'll send a tow truck a tow truck bring it in and guess what i take it a problem that's it now he's talking about aircraft now on the other hand Different something story. fails Oh man, it's just totally different ball game. Only because when the feds come in, you know, when FAA comes in, okay, now it. It, it's 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 just a it's just a mess. Yeah. So for me, I find that to me that's one of the most important thing to me that as I was learning some of the rules and regulation, I think that um you were also teaching a lot of the rules and regulation. And when you were explaining yeah. them, it, it was very interesting to me only because it's so different, so strict, so precise, so to the T that it, it, it brings a challenge. And for me, I love challenges. So that to me is one of the most important things because if you don't abide by those rules and regulations, oh man it's gonna be chaos it's, it. not, it's yeah exactly that's it <laughs> have there been have there been like a lot of those a lot of
0: rules regulations or things that you have that you've had to do as a as an aircraft owner and a private pilot or oh, has it just have become kind of routine for you now
1: yeah it, it's kind of routine you know it's since 2004 it's almost about 20 years that i've been you know i've owned my first plane so it's sort of like routine. I get to understand it. I, I know what it is and it's it's very it's just a routine. It, and you know with the aircraft okay, it's not airworthy. I'm going to my AMP, my, my technician to say, "Okay, hey, what could you do?" And he give me a list. He say he's got to do this, he's got to do that, and I say, "Okay, how much?" And boom, I pay and that's it. How much?
0: Yeah. No? That's interesting. <clears throat> how has it been? How? Okay. Wait, this, the, so this is what I was going to tell you. Speaking okay. of what you just mentioned, I read there was an article online about aviation maintenance shortage, and there were comments from people that seem to be business owners or aircraft owners. Mm-hmm. And one of them had made a comment. Maybe he was in this New York, New Jersey area. And he said that it's taking people three to four months to find AMPs to work on their smaller aircraft. And there were people underneath it agreeing. Is that, is that true? You know, I just called somebody and I said, would you believe that? And they said, I don't think it would be, it would take that long to find an AMP to work on
1: your plane. But then hey, right, what do you see out there? Well, you, as far as anything, a lot of people normally have their own, their own guys. They regular guys who they regular AMP who's working on their planes. For me, I have my my regular guy. He passed away in um, COVID. So after he passed away, it was very difficult. Well, it still is difficult for me to find, uh, uh, you know, a technician. So I definitely agree with that statement that you made because from COVID to now, I mean, I have uh, an idea on who I could. Who I could uh, let work on my plane, but um, for me right now it's just me working on my plane, you know, cause the knowledge, Better. gaining, and yeah, I know I'm not gonna cut any corners because guess what, I'm I'm up in the air, so there's no yeah. to cut.
0: you know, that's a good point. A lot of people don't think of that, and that's such a that's such a cool, that's that's really cool in my in my opinion. Somebody yeah. that. You know, you fix your plane, and then you're gonna get on your plane and fly. A lot of people say, "I was working on my car all day today, and then I drove." And you get to say that you fix an airplane yeah. that goes how fast? I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's to me, it it just sends chills through my body even thinking about it. You know, it's a, <laughs> I love it. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. How's your
0: family? How does your family like it? Does does, does your family often? Come on with you. Or are they a little bit reluctant to get on the smaller planes?
1: Um. So with the uh, with the smaller plane, because uh, one of the planes I have is a four seater. It has four seats. Um. That's a propeller, and the other one is a jet. Uh. The propeller. Uh. You know, my wife. She. I made her fly before. She landed it. So she's not. She's not. Oh. Yeah, she's um, she she was pretty excited to do it, and you know I used to fly with my dog all the time, you know, but, um, <laughs> you know. So it's like I, I I don't have a problem as long as the person is not afraid. I, I take them up and go for a flight. It's because uh, it's like a joy for me, so I wanna I wanna share share my joy with everyone. We're
0: gonna have to go out for a ride soon. When, oh, you bring it, when we're done with the studies, we're gonna go up.
1: Yeah, but. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That'll that'll be awesome, man. I, I think you should get your you should get your private. You have. I knowledge. do want to do that. You, you I have. I do want to do knowledge. I think it only makes sense. It'll be a
0: piece of cake for you, actually. Let me ask you something. Did it help you a little bit when you first came into Vong? You know, kind of just being a pilot, knowing the the aircraft systems and oh, being in there.
1: Absolutely. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Hundred percent, yeah. Cause yeah. that's, you know, it's sort of like if you go to school to to drive a car, and you've been driving for twenty years. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna know some. Uh, yeah, I kind
0: of see that. That's a good. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah. you're definitely gonna know some things um, naturally, quite naturally, and even some of the questions that are asked. If you really think about it you're going to be able to answer a lot of those questions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When you,
0: when you see aviation and we speak about shortages, we know what's going on in commercial aviation and always delays, safety concerns, GA the same. We hope to get a bigger budget for the GA, but I'm just thinking to myself, what do you think, what do you think where do you see aviation going forward? Do you see us, you know, kind of filling that maintenance gap? Do you see more private, you know, chartering companies coming up and more people paying to just go away from commercial? What do you see?
1: Well, you know, I, th- there's gonna be a certain, certain class, a certain uh, class of people that's always gonna do commercial. I, I don't, I don't foresee like. The lower middle class flying private, I, I just don't see it. Now the upper middle class and the middle middle class, yeah, definitely they're gonna fly more private only because it's gonna it, it's it's just a thing to do. Especially with you have things like COVID that come into play, and you you know everybody wanna be safe. So if you're able to fly, whether by yourself or just with your own family how sweet could it be? And, and that's one of the reasons why uh, I say that I definitely have to do this AMP program to, to get my license. And also one of the things, the reason why I'm doing it as well is to uh, open up a charter company and also a, a shop to repair aircraft.
0: Tell me a little bit about that, Mike. I know that's that's what I really wanted to talk about at one point. You know, I know that we spoke about it briefly in the past. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know that aviation business. I mean, aviation is just expanding. Everything has gotten just crazy after the pandemic. Where do you see charter companies? Where do you see the potential of that are going?
1: Oh yeah, it's 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 just uh, it's it's just expanding. It, it's just expanding. I think it's gonna be one of those things that. Um, it's gonna be to where they're gonna be, which this is happening actually right now. They we they have uh, electric planes that is uh, commuting within the city, and what's happening is the it's sort of like taxis that's going from one airport to the next. Oh, uh, yeah. Did, did you hear about that? Yes. Yeah, but they're actually landing like helicopters. So they could go straight up vertically and um, take off and land. And it, it's th- this is something that's coming into play as well. So aviation is just going to get nuts. It's going to take over a lot of things. So this is the reason why I'm going in, both feet in.
0: How's the time? now is now is the time and and you speak about
1: starting a business now is definitely the time absolutely absolutely and you know real estate is great um and and i love real estate because that's that's my first love that's my first joy and that's Mm. that's where i make majority of my money oh i didn't know that oh yeah 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 that's um that's what what kind of real
0: estate do you do commercial or like
1: residential residential and commercial um, oh. but mostly mostly residential um, I got a few uh, commercial properties as well but that's that's my main bread and butter that you know that's that's where majority of my uh, money come from right now but I in turn it's gonna be aviation because I'm doing that transition because I see I yeah. see I see the I see the potential
0: you know, why not? Because it's your, you're mixing business with your passion. And oh. if you mix both of those together and you make a business that's based off your passion,
1: it's, it's going to succeed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, wh- wh- one of my philosophies is that if you're able, if you're actually able to so-called work and you're okay if you get paid or even if you don't get paid, you're going to enjoy doing it because it's something that you love to do then guess what you're you're in the right direction so this is what i love to do i i enjoy taking things apart and putting it together i enjoy flying i enjoy anything with planes i just love it so you know it's one of those things i'll do it for free (laughs) you know i i will do it for free
0: i'll fix i'll fix mike's plane for free Yeah. When you you speak about aviation and you speak about like this this great I had I didn't get to see you there but we we got the opportunity to head out to the the MBAA uh, Westchester Regional Forum oh yeah and awesome. there oh man that thing was cool man some oh. amazing aircraft that were out there and you spoke earlier in, in the very beginning about networking that was one of the best opportunities right there oh,
1: absolutely absolutely I, I just wish if i was able to get there earlier but for the time that i spent there i i did i i, I thought it was pretty good i, I was there for yeah. maybe about a good uh 30 40 minutes and for those 30 40 minutes oh man I, it, was, it was almost like a kid in a candy store i, <laughs> I enjoyed it so much <laughs> it was it was crazy it's
0: it's funny that you mention it like that because when I got home and I'm I'm telling somebody about it, they said yeah. they her her exact words she said that I explained
1: it like a kid in a candy shop because I love aviation I like talking about it to be honest when i realized that I, I just missed you i was like oh man <laughs> i was getting in the shuttle back to that thing <laughs> yeah i was like I, I i thought to myself oh man this is crazy i missed them because i know it would have been crazy you know as we're going yeah. we uh we would be able to talk about different different things it, it, it would have been crazy so we are gonna get
0: I think there's another one, Mike, coming up in. Uh, I think it said in October in, in Vegas. There's one oh, yeah. a big one with private jets. Yeah, Gulfstream. I think it's gonna be a big one by the oh. NBA.
1: Oh, that that would be cool. Cause uh, by that time, you know, hopefully we could uh, we could fly out in the jet. You know what I mean? Oh, that always be. Yeah. That would yeah be so, <laughs> yeah,
0: that would be the end-all experience right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? You know, we fly out there, we fly out there, and then we we actually playing with aviation and looking at. And then we're
0: there. Oh my God! Oh, get him And it's man. like it's like a two-day event. There's a lot happening in that one. It's it's oh, gonna be worth two looking into one. Oh
1: wow! Oh yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I I definitely love to. Partake on that. You said in October, right?
0: Yeah, October. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna send you the information. I right, was just right. looking at it.
1: One of the magazines
0: that I had that I had saw, but that's gonna be a good one. And I know they're having a maintenance conference next year. I think that one somewhere on the. I think I think in Palm Springs, California, something like that. Oh, so that one's gonna be
1: dedicated to maintenance. Oh wow! Oh, that now that's a must. Yeah. yeah. That's a must. That's a must. Book the
0: hotel now. Book the hotel now.
1: It's yeah. that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a must. That's a must. And and you said that that one is uh when is that one?
0: I you know I had it over here. I'm gonna send you that information. So that one's in twenty twenty four. And I know there's one in February and I think that one's the one in, in Palm Springs. I'm gonna tell you right now. Check it out. But those are you know those are so good because just for so many reasons i mean you get to see i know at one point i'm just trying to find it i know at one point i saw a booth there that was for a company that they refurbish windshield glass aviation windshield glass and i was like you know i think michael was looking for one for his plane
1: oh absolutely actually i'm looking for two um so you know it's um each one it's about 50 grand it, that's nuts that is
0: just nuts i keep telling people that they don't believe me
1: yeah no that, that's 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 just what it is and and here's the kicker it's fifty thousand for each Not, i need two and also the waiting for it it's about a year so it's like it's almost like you're begging them to take your money and you know okay give me the money okay i'll get back to you whenever I feel like it uh, let's say about a year and guess what maybe in about a year is going to be oh give us another six months uh, we'll, we'll get back to you what That's is cool. it with people
0: that I what is it with you mentioned that to me somebody says they get parts and then they say yeah we'll, we'll have it in two weeks and then the two weeks come and they say okay a month what is it with people in the deadlines
1: or is it just really difficult to get a part uh, you know to be to be quite honest with you when it when 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 you deal with parts like I, I have i have a shop i have a order repair shop and because of parts a lot of times you have to let the car sit but if i'm gonna tell a customer that okay hey i should have the part by two weeks Now, this is the date that the dealership is going to tell me, okay, they're going to have it within two weeks. For me, I'm actually going to say, okay, two weeks, I'm going to tell my customer, okay, it's going to be about um, three weeks. If it comes earlier, I'm able to say, oh, you know what? I got it in two weeks. I'm going to take care of it. Now... I just don't understand with some companies they. Well, uh, you already understand um, my, with my ADS-B for the jet. I ordered it, and I ordered the the ADSB, which is a. This is a radio, so it's sort of like. A, well, you know, but. Uh, but to put, tell them, tell them, tell them. Yeah, so basically, what happens is, it's um it's something that tells atc which is air traffic control it tells them exactly where you are so it gives them a signal is an in and an out so basically the in is for them to see where you're at and the out is for whoever is around you to see where you're at so it is it, sort of like a avoidance um collision avoidance awareness uh, you know yeah
0: tcas traffic collision and avoidance yeah
1: so this is one thing that it's mandatory for all aircrafts to actually have this now this just came into effect i'd say maybe about two years now a year so this particular plane did not, does not have it so i have to order it now this particular system it's about um installation and with the equipment that actually runs about maybe uh, 50 grand hmm. so once, once that is ordered obviously they say okay give us 50% I said okay no problem how long is it going to be so they tell me okay it will be um, 3 months so I said okay so I give my deposit it's, they order it three months later three months passed now the guy tell me okay well you know uh it's it's on back order so we need another six months i was like what do you mean six months he's like well yeah it's gonna take another six months now i'm frustrated and i'm upset so i said okay that's fine i let it go two months later he said he called me and said, oh, you know what? Uh, because it's, it's in a delay, even after we get it, we're backed up. We won't be able to touch it until a, 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 almost a year. So they say it's gonna be about 10 months. Even when they get the part in six months, they won't be able to touch the plane until 10 months. So I was like, are you kidding me? You know, I give you my money and now you want me to keep on waiting 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 and how does that really work it's like well it's in back order what we will we can't do anything about it so my thing to them was well you told me it was gonna be there in three months and so and when three months came it was another six months yeah and then they didn't wait, at least I, I respect them, the fact that they didn't wait for six months to pass before they call me and say, hey, we need more time. They wait two months and say, it, you know, it, it's crazy, man.
0: I was just going to say, but they why did they let three months
1: pass if they could have just
0: called you when they knew how long it was going to take so you could find somebody else to do it? Exactly. Like.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: They, they wanted they wanted the security deposit, or they thought they were gonna figure it out. You know, I don't know.
1: I I have no I I, I have no idea. But long story short, I told them, uh, send me back a check, send me my money back, and I'll figure it out. Because by then, you know, I'm gonna finish up with the program in in August, end of okay. Session two. I'm completely done. Really. So, yeah, so you know, I, it doesn't make sense for me to get on a roller coaster with these guys. I just once I get my license, I'll be able to, you know, do it myself.
0: Let me ask you about that going forward and graduate, I didn't know. I didn't know he was graduating that quickly, but he's just, he's in my class. Right? We were just in class together, you know? but it flies by. But going forward, what's what's your plans? Are you planning on staying in you know the New York area? are you planning on you know going south what are you planning on
1: doing actually I plan on staying in New York in, in the New York area only because okay. I have um, I actually have a contract with uh, Republic Airport and one of the FBOs they're building a new hangar so I have a contract with them that way I'm gonna have that new hangar for oh nice yeah for the charter and the um, and the repair the the repair shop that's good yeah so you know they say it's gonna take about two and a half years which they told me that about a year ago so i'm patiently waiting
0: republic is a really good airport to have that at mike that's i'm just gonna look up something about that that's a really good airport to have a hangar to set up shop like that
1: Oh yeah, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. It's uh, I'm I'm just so excited. I, it, you know, sometimes when you get so excited, you start stuttering and you, <laughs> yeah, you know that. That's me. That's me. You know, very excited. About it. All right,
0: that's gonna be good. So then, me and Mike, I mean, me and Mike are gonna we're gonna stay in touch because we got. This is just. We, me and Mike just get the chemistry going but the aviation, we get everybody in the Mike is a type of, he's the type of person that he can get people attracted to the aviation. He can bring people into this field that needs people. I'm being serious. Yeah,
1: yeah Absolutely. It's, You know, the, the thing about it is when you talk from the heart, people feel you. They they, they feel the yeah. heart. And, you know, when, when I'm when i'm talking about aviation it's it's there's no holding back it's it's just from the heart so you know people gravitate to it and they they able to feel me so you know they feel me it's 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 all good they they know it's a beautiful thing because it it's given me so much joy it'll bring them joy as well Let me ask you a question though uh what made you get into aviation like what you know a lot of people don't even um i think this field this is a field that a lot of people kind of bypass it's like you know it remember you were saying to me a lot of people think that being a pilot is so far-fetched some people don't even think about being a technician an aircraft technician to actually work on these planes Uh, i mean we're actually engineers but uh what made you get into it like what actually
0: you know for me it was pretty simple you know i grew up and my my dad he did you know interior design and he did, like, uh, um, custom custom upholstery, custom window treatment. He would build furniture from scratch. And I grew up with him, working with him. And he did a lot of work, like, in the city, in the Hamptons. And I enjoy working with my dad. And But I was always really good at, you know, problem solving, troubleshooting, trying to figure out how things work. With that, I, I just always had a passion for aviation as a kid. And I grew up, like, 10 minutes away from LaGuardia. So I would just hear them all day. And I would just try to... Just try to identify which each, each plane was, but I knew when I got when I got older, I knew I wanted to do something in aviation, but it needed to be something with my hands because I can't do the same thing every day. I can't sit at a desk. Aviation was just it fits so perfectly for me because I love I love aviation, and I love trying to figure out things and trying to trying to understand how things work. And for me, you know. When I, when I was out there fixing a plane, any plane that I fixed, I always thought of like kind of what Mike was saying earlier, like I think of the people that are getting on it the next day. And like, for me, that's what got me going. I would never think about the paycheck really with aviation. So that, that kind of did it for me. It was kind of just that simple. I was really close to Vaughn. I was good with my hands. I knew I had really good mechanical, mechanical inclination on things. So I was like, I'm going to put all that together. But it's interesting because I didn't even know what A&P was. I Googled it wow. and I did research into Vong, and I said, so let me, I, I, I said, let me go to Vong, but I don't know what I want to study. And then when I went onto their page, I said, oh, there's like a name for that.
1: Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then that was it. You just jumped in.
0: Yeah. And then I think one of the first jobs that I actually had was teaching at Vaughn College. And then about a week later, I started working on planes i love aviation you know everything
1: oh wow you know so you so you enjoy teaching one thing i realize about you is that um you as a teacher the the patience that you have (laughs) i think is like above and beyond this world only because uh you know the patience is just it's it's on another level how did you even acquire that like like, do you like for me? I go to not... church.
0: I go to church on Sunday. No, you know what it is, Mike. To be honest, I think my my mom is a has been a. She just retired. She was a, a kindergarten teacher for thirty six years. Mm. So she had a lot of patience at home. Okay. And my 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 girlfriend is a, a reading specialist for kids about the same age. So I'm surrounded by a lot of people that are patient. And I go, I go to church on Sunday, and that calms me down for a couple of days. So it's good, <laughs> but but you know what it is. I I love teaching, and and but you know in your classes, like I said, you guys are a good bunch. So you guys are quiet. You ask good questions, but sometimes you know it's, it's it's all right. Aviation, you know, every aviation might there's so many things. There's always something happening. Like, look, we're doing this. It's late at night. Yeah, You're working We're doing other things It's interesting The way aviation is Everything's like on the fly Yeah Yeah You know
1: But You know the, I was gonna uh, Go ahead
0: I was gonna ask you something No go ahead I was gonna ask you one more thing
1: I, I, th- I think one of the beautiful things about aviation As well Is like It's so diverse it, There's so much uh, There's so much avenues to it it's almost like, okay, this is uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard. This is Central Avenue. This is uh, North Street. This is South Road. You know what I mean? It is so much different avenue. There's so much lanes that you're able to take. And I think that to me is so exciting because one of the things in order to be successful, I always say is you gotta diversify gotta Mm -hmm. diversify whatever you're investing in whatever you're doing you got just got to be diverse and i've learned that and because of that now and going into going into aviation there's so many different ways and so many different angles like i said with the avenues that you could take it just Mm -hmm. makes me so much more excited to jump in it you know
0: But you and and it it really is. I mean, you can you can do just about anything now. And if you have a private pilot's license and an A and P license, oh, you're America's golden boy at this point. If you have both of those combined, I mean, you can't find a pilot, you can't find a mechanic.
1: Oh yeah. Imagine both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see?
0: Do you see? No, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, go go ahead.
0: Do you see yourself doing like all everything together in your business when you open up, you know, your what are your aspirations? You see your own hanger, fixing it, being the pilot, having people come on board, doing everything. Or you say, you know what, I think I'm at a place where I can just hire somebody to be my lead mechanic, hire somebody to manage it for me
1: um You know, I'm definitely gonna be hands on, but I'm not going to. I mean, I'll I burn myself out if I think I could do everything. uh <laughs> Gotta hire people to do things because. That was the next question. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely burn myself out because you imagine <laughs> wanting to do. Every, oh, you know what? Oh, oh I got. I got to fly this. Plane. Oh, as a matter of fact, I got to go fix this. Plane. Oh, I got to go. Th- Let me wash my hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. He, it's, it, it, it becomes a little too much. But yeah. um, flying, I love flying. Taking things apart, putting it together, I love that. Troubleshooting, I love it. It, it just keeps me going. So I, just being in the space and being able to get my hands dirty at times and fly the plane at times, or you know, it's that's just a blessing of, in, in itself you know
0: have you found any have you found like any challenges with like everyday you know just having an aircraft i didn't know you know so there's like landing fees right i don't know too much about it but i know there's landing fees for certain airports if you're gonna tie down somewhere overnight i know that that could be something else do you do you deal much with that or do you stick more to like the smaller the smaller airports the smaller you know that is not the cost are not too crazy if you do happen to take your plane somewhere
1: yeah i go to the smaller airports only because they're more convenient um so majority of the okay so basically we got class bravo class bravo are the big airports okay so the big airports like let's say jfk so jfk laguardia those are bravo bravo airspace okay Uh, so I'm able to go into these uh, airports, but the landing fees, and uh, they, they hit you with so much fees that it doesn't make sense. And I guess that's mm-hmm. their way of keeping out the smaller smaller aircrafts, because for me to go to Republic, uh, Republic Airport, I land, yeah, there's a landing fee as well, but it's like, um, what's the landing fee now it's like uh i believe it's like five dollars which is okay
0: yeah i was gonna ask yeah okay
1: five dollar landing. i was
0: thinking it was high
1: yeah no and but now you go to jfk landing fee it's like there's a landing fee there is a following fee there is a tie down fee there is they if wow! And on the FBO, you go; they're charging you by the hour. They it, it's it's it gets crazy. So I went into uh, Philadelphia International. I flew my 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 Bonanza into that airport. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing is I, I modified that plane, so it came with uh, two hundred and five horsepower. Now I have. Um, what do I have? Three, uh, is it three, three twenty five? So I wow. got over a hundred more horsepower, and you're talking, it's very light. So when I went into, um, Philly International, it's a lot of big planes. So now uh-huh. it's like, oh, hey, uh, seven three one Bravo, please, uh, pick up the speed, pick up the speed. And I'm like, okay, one on Bravo picking up the speed. <laughs> hit the throttle and I'm going, I'm cruising and I'm at about 180 knots going into land. Oh man, that felt so good. I I mean, (laughs) you know, hey, pick up speeds, pick up speed. Okay, no problem, you know. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, so it's just a beautiful thing when you, when it's totally different, you're landing in there. But by the time I was out of there, which I think I stayed about two hours, and then I came back and when I got my bill, I, I had to pay, I think it was like maybe it came up to somewhere in the five hundred and something dollars. Okay. Mind you, I just landed, chose right, two bike, hours. And then I took off. And that alone was like five hundred and something dollars. That's not including my gas or any it's nuts.
0: That's in, that's that's incredible for two hours at and but is it Philly International Airport, right?
1: It's is a big boy, yeah. It's like JFK, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was. It was. Uh, very that was my only time and i think that's going to be the last time that i go in there too you know? i was going
0: to say do you gonna do it again
1: <laughs> not at all not at all it's not worth it i'd rather go to a small airport they give me a loaner a car they give me a red carpet treatment yeah it, it's a beautiful thing you land into places they know that your plane is there so they don't have a problem giving you a car
0: yeah Yeah, that's interesting i didn't know that
1: oh yeah courtesy what kind of car
0: wait what kind of cars are the courtesy cars
1: well in some airports they're better than others some airports they'll give you like uh you know you get like a little Honda card you know
0: oh i see
1: okay but you know what that's pretty cool something like that (laughs) no
0: i was gonna say is it bentley what (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) no that would be nice that would be you know what that
0: that Who can say that they can land somewhere and, and you can just say, you know what, let's have lunch and I'll be there in 20 minutes, 30 minutes or so, wherever it is that you flew. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't put a, I really, you, in my opinion, you can't put a price tag on something like that because not only are you say, just the value of your life is just increasing. You're not wasting time sitting in a waiting room. You know, you're not, there's so many things that come out of that,
1: you know. I mean, for me, for me, flying, you know, with with the experience, I, I tell you, there, there's like now it's summertime. A lot of trips that I'm that I will be taking is like uh, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, Block Island. These are regular trips that I take on a regular basis. You know, so Block Island is right there, Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket. It, these even nantucket nantucket is such a beautiful place you'd think that yeah. you're in a in the island somewhere well it is an island but i mean in the Korea, yeah but it's, it's nice like, somewhere like that is really really nice and to be able to just pick up and fly out there okay I, you know I, i'm gonna be there in about an hour that's that's it's a beautiful thing
0: it's interesting because I, I was looking at going over there and I had to look at the ferry schedule. <laughs> I, was like, I, had to, I had to go. I was like, what's the ferry to Martha's
1: Vineyard? Oh,
0: man. It's just part of the experience, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's a cool thing. You got to get that light.
0: That's, that's that's key. What's, what, what's, what, what's one of the most interesting places that you've flown since you've had your plane for the 20 years since you've been flying? Ah. <sighs>
1: Most interesting place. Oh wow. Uh, most interesting place. Um I I'm gonna say maybe Key West kinda stand out. Mm-hmm. Key West stand out a lot to me. Only because when I got there uh, the greeting that I that I receive, you know, it was very different. Yeah. Uh, interesting. It's very very different. You know, interesting. Very, very, different. Uh, you know, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> very different. It, it was this, one of those. Go ahead.
0: This is compared to like because I know you've flown a lot. Of, this is compared to like Savannah, Charleston. I know you probably flown to all those places. This oh, is yeah. Key West
1: yeah yeah, key west ah, key
0: west that's that's surprising yeah for key west
1: yeah you know it, it was one of those things that and i flew down there uh, several times just because of the treatment that i got you know so key west was one of the, it is one of those places you fly down there number one they spread in the red carpet which a lot of the airport does that they do that and it, it, it's like thing that i really love about them at the airport it was it was more a lot of females there beautiful Ah. and Ah. majority of the times when i go to airports a lot of males there is beautiful females and it it really stood out to me and you know it's they treat you like the king that you are It's, it's a beautiful thing Key West that's yeah, interesting so it's Key West I gotta we gotta start
0: looking at, well no one no one's gonna get that experience unless you're flying in but Key West I have heard so many people going to Key West I was looking at flights you won't even I'm not even gonna mention the prices of the commercial flights to Key West yeah you spent $2,000 oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah no
1: yeah. way
0: yeah not worth it
1: not worth it yeah. oh yeah Key West, Key West, oh, beautiful place. I mean, Nantucket is also beautiful as well, too. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, been all over the place, but um, Key West kind of standing out right now to me. Yeah, is that the next vacation?
0: That's the next destination on the itinerary. Uh,
1: you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it might, it might have to be the Bahamas. Um, Ooh, I like that Yeah, yeah I like that Yeah Throw that in there Let's just go
0: spend the weekend in the Bahamas
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's right there It's like boom, boom, hop, skip, you know
0: That, um, I was gonna ask you something when you think of you know traveling and now we're talking about like your like the best experiences and all of that well how do you how do you have time to do it all like you you study you get good grades in my classes you you're you okay. know i actually see and i see you doing taking care of your daughter you know you your your own businesses how do you find the time to kind of manage anything do you, do you kind of say you know today i'm gonna deal with this business today i'm gonna deal with that how do you go about that
1: oh that would be nice if i'm if that that could really pan out like that as i say oh yeah i'm just gonna deal with this one today that one tomorrow so that one oh you can't bother me today yeah i wish if that could work like that you know what it is it's just um you know i, I think one of the most important thing is just to have a have a poised uh state of mind like you got to just be poised you gotta you gotta be able to hold your composure you gotta be able to right and i think that it helps me to focus that way when i'm able to hold my composure i'm able to focus i could do anything i can multitask when i'm able to focus so uh, you know one of the things that i do to help me with that is meditate meditating definitely helps me with that that's, that's a good like one, actually. That's a lot, yeah.
0: That's a good. That, that's actually a couple of people have told me that actually about meditation. I keep saying I'm gonna try it, and then another
1: person tells me about
0: it. I'm like, well, there must be there must be something to it, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh,
1: yo, yeah. Oh, if you don't, yeah, you gotta meditate. You got to. You got to. It's especially with you. Oh my God, I thought you meditated. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to.
0: I should. Can you imagine the patience I would have if I did?
1: Oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well uh, take a spaceship to another planet now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because your patience is already out of this world. So it's a beautiful thing. Uh, um, meditation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you got to try it. got to try it.
0: That's a, good, that's a good point, actually. But listen, Mike, I, I want to thank you so much coming on this episode and i and i want people to know that I'm, I'm, i want to have mike on more of these episodes yeah. because there's so many other things that i could just i could just talk to mike all night if you let us
1: yeah yeah well you know it's just you know it's just a phone i'm just a phone call away man you know when it comes down to talking about things like this oh i could talk about it all day and it's 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 a lot of fun i i enjoy it so you know thank you for having me just call me anytime anytime I'm here I'm there
0: yes sir guys thanks we we, we wrap up this episode I want to thank Michael Clark again for being on uh, just an amazing person in aviation it it doesn't matter where you see him or what he's doing he's surrounding himself with everything good in aviation it's a pleasure to, to have him in the class just to know him to be his acquaintance and um yeah thanks man we'll see you on soon
1: yeah yeah definitely i want to thank you for having me i definitely appreciate you man thank you thank you i appreciate it thank you. you man and uh just all want right. to say one one thing keep doing me doing. keep doing what you're doing you're doing a great job keep it up just like that just keep getting better and better you're phenomenal just keep it going thank you thank you michael i appreciate it thanks all right have a good one you too